Andrew Schmutz's critique, grounded in W. Sibley Towner's observations in singing the meaning of the Psalms, addresses a profound deficiency within contemporary Christian worship, the sidelining of lament in favor of a more celebratory portrayal of faith. Towner notes that modern hymnals and worship practices predominantly focus on God as creator and liberator, leaving little room for the expressions of sin, suffering, and lament. This trend is seen as a reflection of a wider theological and commercial preference that favors uplifting content over the somber, possibly because joy sells better in the religious marketplace. Schmutzer extends this critique by emphasizing the church's discomfort with engaging in the suffering and pain of its congregation within a corporate worship setting. He observes a genuine yet misleading tendency in worship that skirts around the harsh realities of congregants' lives, suggesting a collective fear of confronting pain and a consequent loss of the language of lament. This avoidance fails to acknowledge the deep personal agonies that many carry silently, from profound loss and betrayal to personal and global tragedies. By pointing to the biblical tradition of lamentation, Schmutzer argues that contemporary worship has become emotionally one-dimensional, neglecting the rich, expressive spectrum found in Scripture. This omission not only limits the church's ability to fully minister to its members, but also risks spiritual hypocrisy by ignoring the genuine suffering present within its community. The call for a return to lamentation in worship is not just about balancing emotional expression. It's about creating a space where the full human experience is acknowledged before God, fostering a community that can mourn together as sincerely as it rejoices. Schmutzer's insights urge a re-evaluation of worship practices to include the language of lament, offering a more authentic and healing communal faith experience. Also, Schmutzer's exploration into the realm of lament within Scripture accentuates the importance of this often overlooked form of prayer and its crucial role in the believer's relationship with God. His analysis begins by noting the multifaceted nature of God's communication in the Bible, affirming how God engages with humanity through various speech acts, including declarations, conversations, blessings, and questions. This communicative approach characterizes God as one who is not only willing to speak, but also to listen attentively to human suffering, as vividly depicted in the narrative of Exodus, where God responds to the cries of affliction from the Israelites. Central to Schmutz's argument is the concept of lament, which he posits as an essential yet underappreciated aspect of biblical faith. Through a detailed examination of the Psalms, he identifies four key forms of speech directed towards God, praise, thanks, lament, and trust. Each serves a unique purpose, from recognizing God's greatness and acts of deliverance to expressing deep anguish and reliance on God's presence and salvation. The discussion asserts that a significant portion of the Psalms is dedicated to laments, highlighting their instructional value in teaching worshippers how to navigate the complex interplay between the ideal of divine sovereignty and the often harsh reality of evil and suffering. Schmutzer contends that true worship encompasses both the acknowledgement of God's power and the expression of human pain, facilitating an authentic dialogue between the divine and the afflicted. Moreover, he elucidates how the biblical tradition of balancing lament with praise provides a framework within which believers can articulate their experiences of loss, akin to the despair of Good Friday, and transformation resonating with the joy of Easter Sunday.
This dialectic enables the faithful to traverse the landscape of human suffering with honesty, moving from protest to trust. Schmutzer advocates for the inclusion of both lament and praise in communal worship and personal prayer, suggesting that this comprehensive approach enriches the faith experience, offering a more profound engagement with the realities of joy and suffering and paving the way for genuine hope and renewal. Furthermore, Schmutzer's thoughtful piece, Facing Our Facades, delves into the concerning trend within modern Christianity that increasingly distances itself from the biblical tradition of lament. This practice, once a cornerstone of biblical worship and reflection, involving honest dialogue with God about suffering, pain and injustice, is often neglected or misunderstood today. Schmutzer meticulously identifies and dissects several pervasive attitudes or facades that contribute to this disconnect, demonstrating how these perspectives hinder the rich, multifaceted expression of faith that includes lament. The first facade, power, reflects a misconception that true strength in the Christian life comes from always maintaining a posture of joy and victory. This view sidelines lament as a form of weakness, ignoring the scriptural precedent that sees power in vulnerability and acknowledges the profound spiritual strength in expressing our suffering and dependence on God. Secondly, the happiness facade promotes an overly simplistic view of the Christian experience as one of constant victory and joy, marginalizing the role of lament in navigating the complexities and inevitable hardships of life. This perspective fails to recognize that lament, with its raw articulation of pain and dependence on God, can lead to a deeper, more resilient hope and sense of community solidarity. The identity facade equates outward expressions of enthusiasm and perfection with a deeper love and obedience to God, relegating lament to a sign of spiritual failure. This not only distorts the nature of a genuine relationship with God, but also overlooks the healing and transformative power of communal lament in the journey towards wholeness and social justice. Sincerity, as another facade, wrongly associates intense passion for God with the absence of sin and suffering. This reduces the complex, often messy, reality of faith to mere emotional satisfaction and avoidance of discomfort, ignoring the profound truth-telling and cathartic nature of lament as a sincere expression of faith amidst doubt and pain. In addition, the relevance facade conceives of God and worship in purely utilitarian terms, favoring immediate happiness and practical solutions over the deeper, sometimes challenging, processes of faith that include lament. This perspective misunderstands the essence of faith and the role of God in our lives, neglecting the importance of confronting and embracing the uncomfortable truths about ourselves and our relationship with God and others through lament. Through facing our facades, Schmutzer calls for a re-engagement with the biblical tradition of lament, urging contemporary Christians to break through these modern misconceptions and embrace the full spectrum of spiritual expression that acknowledges both the joys and sorrows of life. This reintegration of lament into our faith practices, he suggests, is essential for a more authentic, transformative, and communal Christian experience. Further, Schmutz's examination of the lament genre within the Psalter presents a comprehensive understanding of these deeply emotive pieces of biblical literature. Laments, he explains, are a significant portion of the Psalms and are crucial for understanding the breadth of human interaction with the divine, especially in times of distress. The lament psalms span a variety of forms, 
including funeral dirges, city laments, and the predominant individual and communal lamentations. Through these, worshippers express their sorrow, pain, and sometimes frustration when God appears distant or unresponsive to their suffering. Schmutzer distinguishes laments by their style, structure, content, and mood, a framework that captures their appeal to God amidst dire circumstances. What stands out is the language of lament, vivid, assertive, and replete with raw emotional expression. Such language not only communicates the depth of the lamenter's distress, but also serves to immediately draw the audience into a shared experience of suffering. This emotive quality is further enhanced by the psalm's intentional lack of specific temporal markers, making the lamentations timeless in their relevance. The absence of certain details such as names or locations universalizes the experience of suffering, allowing future generations to find solace and identification in these ancient prayers. A notable characteristic of lament psalms is their narrative arc, transitioning from sorrow to trust in God. This journey mirrors the Psalter's broader movement from lament to praise, encapsulating the spiritual trajectory of moving through pain to recognizing and celebrating God's faithful intervention. The lament, then, is not just a cry of despair, but a transformative process where personal or communal anguish leads to a deeper understanding of and reliance on God's presence and promises. By delving into the lament psalms, Schmutzer illuminates their function as not just expressions of grief, but as vital tools for spiritual formation. They teach that acknowledging and vocalizing sorrow can coexist with faith in God's sovereignty and goodness. This dialectic between lament and praise forms the core of the Psalter's message, a journey through suffering towards a confident affirmation of God's saving power, thus offering a profound theological resource for believers navigating the complexities of faith in the face of adversity. Besides, Schmutzer dives into the intricate dynamics of prayer, particularly through the act of lament, as a pivotal mode of communication between humans and the divine. Central to his argument is the notion that prayer, more than a mechanism to align with God's will, serves as a participatory arena wherein humans actively engage with and even influence divine intention. Citing John Goldingay, Schmutzer positions lament not as a passive act of desperation, but as an active, dynamic engagement that bridges human suffering with divine responsiveness. In the throes of suffering, believers often confront a palpable divine silence, depicted in the Psalms through metaphors of spatial and relational distance. God is portrayed as far off, hidden, or silent. This silence, however, is not indicative of absence, but rather a crucial component of the communicative relationship offering space for the lamenter to fully articulate their distress. Schmutzer indicates that God's apparent non-response is a form of response in itself, inviting a raw and honest dialogue from the believer. This dialogue, Schmutzer maintains, is rooted in an established relationship of loyalty and trust, where heartfelt expressions of grief, how long and why questions, are not only tolerated but deeply valued by God. Such expressions are vivid demonstrations of faith in action, pointing out the believer's reliance on God even in the absence of immediate clarity or relief. Additionally, Schmutzer reiterates instances in Scripture where human lament appears to sway divine action, suggesting a more reciprocal relationship between divine sovereignty and human agency than traditionally acknowledged. Biblical stories like Hezekiah's extension of life, alongside prophetic texts, 
repeat the capacity of sincere human outcry to elicit divine compassion and intervention. Ultimately, Schmutz's exploration of lament as a form of prayer reveals it as a testament to the resilient, communicative bond between humanity and the divine. By validating the expression of lament, God demonstrates an unwavering commitment to engaging with human pain and uncertainty, thereby enriching the foundational relationship upon which faith is built. This perspective not only challenges conventional understandings of prayer, but also affirms the importance of lament in fostering a deeply relational and responsive dialogue with the cosmic caring king. Also, Schmutz's exploration of lament as a response to suffering provides a profound insight into how this form of expression serves as a conduit for restoring meaning in the wake of experiences that render individuals speechless. Drawing on Phil C. Zeller's perspective, Schmutzer underlines that the Bible legitimizes the expression of our deepest sorrows and facilitates a transition from silent endurance to active articulation of pain. This shift is crucial because lament is not just a mere recounting of distress, but an engaged process of addressing and healing the fractures in one's relationships with others and with the divine. Lament emerges as a vital response to suffering, especially when pain is so intense that it leads to social isolation and a state of functional muteness or mutism. This condition exacerbates the sufferer's sense of disconnection from the community, making their pain more unbearable and their suffering more inexpressible. Schmutzer debates that lament acts as a bridge out of this isolation, offering a structured means to voice pain and reconnect with the community. The structure of lament itself, with its distinct stations, including invocation, plea for help, complaint, confession or assertion of innocence, and imprecation or curse of enemies, serves as a scaffold that organizes the chaotic experience of suffering. This organization allows for a progression from expressing the rawness of one's pain to seeking divine intervention without resorting to personal vengeance. Importantly, these stages underscore the sufferer's reliance on a just and responsive God, contrasting with actions driven by despair or retribution. Schmutzer concludes, referencing Glenn Pemberton, that the ritualized language of lament, much like the structured ceremonies of weddings or funerals, provides a way to navigate the liminality of suffering. By engaging in lament, individuals are not only able to communicate their distress within a supportive community, but also begin the process of reintroducing order and meaning into their lives amidst chaos. Moreover, Schmutzer digs into the ancient Near East's lamentation practices, emphasizing their role as a profound social and ritualistic expression of grief and supplication. This practice is characterized by a series of ceremonial acts, including offerings, gestures of greeting, bowing, and the vocalization of prayers, all aimed at engaging a superior force's empathy and assistance. Schmutzer accentuates that it is within the lament, Psalms of the Bible, that the communal voice uniquely disputes with God, showcasing that expressing deep emotions strengthens rather than challenges the foundational relationships with the divine. Schmutzer introduces a socio-religious framework to understand lamentation, focusing on its relational dynamics. He identifies four elements, the reasons for distress, the role of the community, the progression of the lament, and the acknowledgement of divine authority. This model places the lament within a relational ecosystem that integrates personal, communal, and spiritual dimensions, affirming its significance as a communal and divine dialogue. 
Furthermore, he explores the causes of lament, such as conflicts with enemies, personal failings, and divine actions, challenging traditional Christian perspectives that often overlook the complexity of suffering beyond sin. Schmutzer critiques the historical minimization of lament in Christian theology, particularly within the Reformed tradition, advocating for a broader acknowledgement of suffering's many facets. By revisiting the story of Job and New Testament teachings, Schmutzer argues for the essential role of lamentation in faith, suggesting that true comfort and understanding of suffering are deepened through the act of lament. His work urges a re-evaluation of lament's place in Christian spirituality, presenting it as a critical theological dialogue that encompasses a wide range of human experiences and emotions. In addition, Schmutzer's analysis of lament within a community context asserts its dual nature as both a personal expression of grief and a collective responsibility. He highlights that lament is not a solitary act, but one deeply embedded within the social fabric, where the community not only listens, but actively engages in discerning and responding to the lament. This collective engagement is crucial, as it offers an opportunity for empathy, critique, and tangible support, thus fulfilling a communal obligation towards the one who laments. Further, Schmutzer elaborates on the structure of lament, which he describes as a dramatic movement from initial cries of distress to expressions of trust and praise. This transition is not merely a rhetorical flourish, but a deep spiritual journey that reflects a profound understanding of human suffering and its potential for transformation. The act of lamenting, then, becomes a powerful pedagogical and socially transformative practice. It teaches the community about the depth of human pain, the importance of communal support, and the possibility of spiritual and emotional growth through suffering. Central to Schmutz's thesis is the critique of contemporary society's tendency to fixate on victimhood without moving towards the redemptive aspect of lament. He warns against a one-dimensional approach to suffering that fails to recognize the healing and transformative power of integrating pain with praise. By advocating for a balanced approach to lament, Schmutzer calls for a re-evaluation of how communities respond to suffering. He envisions a community that not only acknowledges pain, but also actively participates in the journey towards healing, underpinned by a faith that praises God's character despite, and because of, the trials faced. Through this comprehensive understanding of lament, Schmutzer indicates its potential to catalyze both individual healing and social transformation. Besides, Schmutz's discourse on divine royalty in the Psalms intricately explores the dynamic interplay between human lament and divine justice, illustrating a profound theological understanding of suffering and supplication. Within this framework, laments transcend mere expressions of distress. They are formal appeals for divine adjudication, deeply embedded in a complex relational matrix that spans the individual, their community, and God. The frequent invocation of God's name, YHH, in these laments, signifies not only a deep reverence, but also maintains a unique relationship where God is envisioned as a sovereign ruler, akin to an earthly king, who is both a refuge and the dispenser of ultimate justice. Schmutzer adeptly parallels the process of lamentation to the judicial appeals made to Israel's kings, suggesting that these spiritual pleas are directed at God, the cosmic king, who presides over a celestial court. This act of lamentation is thus framed as an audacious demand for justice, 
reflecting a deep-seated faith in God's capacity to administer fair judgment. Far from being a sign of submission, this approach is presented as a dignified affirmation of the lamenter's rights and an earnest plea for vindication, pointed out by a personal, trusting and empowering bond with the divine. In this context, the lament emerges as a potent expression of human dignity amidst adversity, where the act of seeking divine intervention is itself a declaration of human value and agency. Schmutzer reiterates that this relationship with God is not about theological speculation, but about earnestly seeking his intervention and justice. God's supremacy is affirmed not only through his unparalleled power, but also through his moral authority to judge and restore, positioning Yahweh as the singular source of hope and justice in a world fraught with divine and human complexities. Additionally, Schmutzer addresses the critical but often overlooked practice of lament within Christian worship and community life. He contends for a more profound integration of lament, seeing it as essential for engaging with the reality of suffering and pain in a manner that is both authentic and theologically sound. Schmutzer identifies three main areas where the contemporary church needs to re-evaluate and enhance its approach to lament. First, Schmutzer suggests that lament should be an integral part of the church's prayer and ritual practices. He advocates for a form of worship that acknowledges suffering directly, employing the language and rituals of lament to express the complexities of pain and grief. This approach challenges the church to move beyond superficial engagements with suffering towards a deeper, more honest dialogue with God that includes the full spectrum of human emotion. Second, he calls for the church to actively invite and nurture lament within its community. This involves recognizing and validating the diverse experiences of suffering among its members, from physical pain to emotional anguish and social isolation. Schmutzer critiques the church's historical tendency to marginalize certain types of suffering and repeats the importance of creating a communal space where all forms of pain are acknowledged and shared. Also, Schmutzer underlines the need for the church to embrace painful stories and uncomfortable questions, shifting from a position of providing answers to one of facilitating exploration and acceptance of life's mysteries. He posits that lament offers a unique opportunity for authentic engagement with faith, where doubts and pain are not shunned but welcomed as part of the broader experience of worship and community. Throughout his discussion, Schmutzer advocates for a balanced approach to worship that incorporates both lament and praise. He views lament as a crucial aspect of the Christian faith, offering a means to engage with God and the community in a manner that is raw, real, and deeply faithful. Moreover, Schmutzer's critique and proposal focus on the Western Church's neglect of communal lament, underscoring how this omission exacerbates the suffering of individuals affected by various forms of violence. He debates that the Church's preference for individual confession over corporate lament has failed to address the communal aspect of grief, leaving victims of abuse, trafficking, terrorism and other atrocities to bear their pain in isolation. This absence of communal lament, Schmutzer posits, not only deepens the trauma of victims, but also misses a critical opportunity for the church to embody its role as a supportive and empathetic community. Schmutzer disputes that lament offers a vital space for victims to articulate their suffering within a communal context, thereby being acknowledged and supported. Unlike confession, which is offender-focused and about seeking forgiveness, 
lament is victim-centered, aiming to give voice to the suffering and facilitating a shared experience of grief. This approach aligns with biblical teachings that call for believers to empathize with and support each other in times of distress. Furthermore, Schmutzer explores the role of lament in addressing the tension between faith and doubt, particularly as it relates to suffering. He identifies a common challenge within the faith community, reconciling the reality of profound suffering with the convictions of faith. He critiques two common but inadequate responses, denial of suffering to preserve faith and abandonment of faith in the face of suffering. Schmutzer advocates for a third approach, embracing lament as a means to authentically engage with suffering. This approach allows individuals to acknowledge their pain and doubts without abandoning their faith, fostering a more nuanced and resilient faith that can navigate the complexities and contradictions of life and suffering. Last but not least, Schmutzer examines the nuanced interplay between doubt and faith through an analysis of Psalm 25. 6. 10. He presents a compelling argument that doubt and faith are not opposing forces, but rather complementary elements that enrich the spiritual journey. Schmutzer identifies two distinct voices within the psalm, a first-person voice that expresses personal pleas for mercy and justice, and a third-person voice that offers reassurance of God's unwavering love and faithfulness. This duality exemplifies the possibility of holding doubt and faith in tension, suggesting that such a balance is essential for a deep and authentic spiritual life. Schmutzer expands on this by exploring the biblical tradition of lament as a legitimate and vital expression of faith, even, or especially, in moments of profound doubt or perceived abandonment by God. Citing scholars like Samuel E. Ballantyne and John Kessler, he emphasizes the importance of lament as a form of prayer that articulates the believer's deepest grievances and questions to God. Far from indicating a lack of faith, lament is portrayed as an act of faith in itself accentuating God's accessibility and responsiveness to human suffering. The analysis suggests that engaging in lament allows believers to confront their doubts and fears directly with God, fostering a deeper understanding of divine character and intentions. Schmutzer contends that this practice is supported both in the Old and New Testaments, advocating for a faith that is open to questioning and seeking understanding through direct dialogue with God. Ultimately, Schmutzer's examination of Psalm 25, 6, 10 through the lens of lament reveals a profound insight into the dynamics of faith and doubt. By embracing both, believers can achieve a more profound and resilient faith, characterized by an honest and open relationship with God. In conclusion, Schmutzer's critique, informed by W. Sibley Towner's insights, affirms a significant gap in contemporary Christian worship. The neglect of lament. This critique asserts that modern worship practices tend to focus overwhelmingly on themes of celebration, sidelining the equally important biblical tradition of lamenting sin, suffering, and the complexities of human life. This trend reflects a broader preference within Christian communities and the religious marketplace for uplifting content, possibly driven by the belief that joy and victory are more appealing to congregants and consumers alike. Schmutzer extends this critique by suggesting that the contemporary church's worship experience has become emotionally superficial, failing to engage with the real and often painful experiences of its members. 
he debates that this avoidance of lament not only limits the church's ability to minister to its congregation effectively, but also risks spiritual insincerity by ignoring the genuine suffering present within the community. In addition, by advocating for the inclusion of lament in worship, Schmutzer is calling for a more balanced and authentic expression of faith that acknowledges the full spectrum of human experience before God. He highlights that the biblical tradition offers a rich vocabulary of lamentation, which contemporary worship practices could greatly benefit from. This would allow for a worship experience that not only celebrates God's goodness and mercy, but also provides space for the expression of grief, doubt, and suffering. Schmutzer's insights challenge the Church to embrace a more comprehensive approach to worship, one that fosters a genuine community capable of rejoicing and mourning together. Through this, he envisions a Church that acknowledges and addresses the complexities of life, thereby offering a more profound and healing faith experience to its members.